The IBM spinoff of its infrastructure business now debuts on the New York Stock Exchange under the ticker KD. Kindrel, the name of the company and the CFO joins us here this morning. David Wishner is the CFO. David, welcome to the show. And first, uh, just tell us, what does Kindrel mean? What is that? Sure. Good morning, and thanks very much for having me. Uh, Kindrel is the world's largest IT infrastructure services provider. We provide the systems that, that power large organizations uh, throughout the world. We, we generate nearly $19 billion in annual revenue. We have about 90,000 employees operating in 63 countries around the world. And what we're known for, what we're responsible for, is operating super large and complex technology systems on behalf of large organizations. We like to think of ourselves as being the hearts and lungs of our customers' technology stacks uh, as they work to serve uh, their own customers. David, are you acting um, primarily the business as a uh, almost consultant to help companies manage what they've already built out technically, or are you physically helping them with the parts and the pieces to put together the tech that they need uh, from a hardware perspective? Gotcha, all, all of the above. So what, what we do, we provide advisory and implementation services for our customers uh, in, in the technology infrastructure space. And then for, uh, often for extended period, periods of time, we provide managed services as well. Managing uh, this infrastructure, manning the, managing the technology, ensuring that it, it works 24 seven, uh, 365 uh, at tremendous scale. $19 billion in annual revenue uh, that you're starting with here, from what I understand, means that you've got a pretty good start. Uh, obviously, operating under IBM versus being independent will be quite different. What's the main difference in how this business will operate and do business outside of the behemoth that is IBM? Yeah, your, your, your point is great. With, with, uh, with, with $19 billion in annual revenue, we're the leader in our space by, uh, by a factor of, of two times. Uh, we, we provide a really important service uh, to our customers, and we've generated a lot of customer trust over time. And, and we see that in the uh, customer retention that we have, the, the, the great NPS scores that, that we have, and the customer satisfaction that, that we know is out there. And so that's a great place for us to start. What changes for us as we become an independent company is that we have a new freedom, both to provide services that are tied to IBM-centric technologies, which we'll continue to do, but also to work with a broader range, a broader ecosystem of strategic partners going forward, hyperscalers and independent software vendors and system integrators. And that represents a, a, a really great and different opportunity for us going forward as we move away from being a captive subsidiary and somewhat of a technology captive to really playing across a, a broad uh, ecosystem of technology partners. David, when you talk about growth and technology partners, from what I understand, uh, uh, you already have a ton of customers around the world. So are these new customers and new types of businesses that uh, you want to position Kindrel's uh, uh, products and services in front of? Or is this going to relationships that you already have and saying, we're improving our product suite and there's new things we can help you with? 
I think it's more of the latter. It's uh, working with the, the base of more than 4,000 customers we currently have and being in a position where we can provide a broader range of capabilities, uh, access to a, a broader range of cloud providers, for instance, uh, and solve uh, more of the challenges and seize more of the opportunities uh, associated with, their, with the technology uh, that they're using in their business. I think there are opportunities for us, for us to expand our customer base as well as a result of the additional technology infrastructure services we can provide. But I think we have significant growth opportunities, share wallet as we like to think about it, uh, with, our, with our existing customers. Uh, and we want to we wanna grab that share wallet and we think we're in a great position to do it because our customers uh, know us, they like us, they trust us, and we understand their systems and where there are opportunities uh, to strengthen and to build those systems uh, over time. Now, it sounds like this is going to be a workforce-heavy initiative, uh, labor, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but somewhat of a labor-intensive in effort. Uh, you've got a lot of employees, uh, 90,000, is that correct, uh, that work for Kendrill? That's right, nearly 90,000 employees. Wow. Uh, and we've got a, a, gr a great employee base. The, the skill sets that we have around the world uh, to be able to, to address the, the complexity of technology stacks that, that our large customers have, uh, I, I think is a, is a great place for us to start. They're a real asset. Uh, for us in our organization, and they're all really excited about us becoming an independent company as well. Now, do you need to hire more employees for this growth initiative, or is the workforce that you have now stable because uh, and, and, uh, and adequate? I'm thinking in terms of profitability now and what investors are going to be looking at uh, specifically for a standalone business going forward every, every earnings season. Sure, I, I think the opportunity for us is actually to continue to leverage technology. And so we have uh, some opportunities to drive automation in our business. And that means our, our, our employee base uh, can be used to support uh, growth in our, our customer base and, and in serving our customers' needs. And, and that's, a, that's a really important part of what we do. And in fact, we're you know we're actively always actively recruiting uh, for for employees, people who can uh, help can bring tech, uh, technology expertise or uh, have the, the capability. And, and we do a, a ton of training and skills building and certifications building uh, among our, our workforce on a regular basis. And we want people who are excited about the. Uh, the opportunity to continue to learn and continue to grow with us. As you talk about growth, David, can you give us an idea what type of top line uh, growth rates uh, are in mind here for the next year? Are we talking single digits, double digits? What should we expect as investors for top line? Gotcha. Uh, as part of uh, as part of IBM, our revenue tra trajectory has been a, a slight decliner over the last few years, and the opportunity for us going forward, uh, once we're, you know, as we're no longer a, a captive business, uh, is to change that revenue trajectory, uh, which is what we're looking to do over the next several years, uh, so that that we turn into a positive uh, revenue grower. 
and really importantly, a profitable grower. Mm. Uh, our, our focus is not going to be solely on the top line, but it's also on driving margins and profitability. And, and that's a, a key area of focus for us. And is there any low hanging fruit in the business model right now where you can expand that margin? Is it, uh, are you going to be able to make any cuts to expenses or is this just enough top line growth to expand margin without having to trim up anything along the balance sheet? Uh, I, I think we can find opportunities in, in, in where we purchase, you know, the prices at which we purchase goods and services, uh, in driving automation and, and so forth that, that will allow us uh, to move margins. Uh, so we're going to look, you know, through, you know as, as you'd expect, we're going to look throughout our, our P&L uh, from the, the very top line and how we, we price and structure our, our relationships uh, all the way through uh, uh, various cost lines. And one of the opportunities for, uh, for us is that our business is becoming less asset intensive over time. Mm. And as a result, we see we've seen depreciation expense come down, our capital expenditures are running below depreciation expense, and that creates a margin, oppor uh, margin opportunity over time. Because like, like many technology and technology services oriented businesses, uh, we, we are becoming uh, less capital intensive over time. Very interesting and sounds like uh, it's going to be a very uh, interesting story to follow along here as uh, now operating independently uh, will give us uh, some clear insight into this and potential growth as you outlined. David Weissner, thanks for being here with us this morning. Uh, thank you very much. Great to be with you. Absolutely. Appreciate the details. David's the CFO. At Kendrill, ticker KD, looking for expanded top line growth and some margin improvement now outside of IBM.